So. 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 This is officially episode one. Episode one, The Phantom Menace. No. No. <laughs> oh, such a bad start. Terrible. To the Star Wars dynasty, I mean. Oh, I like Phantom Menace. Anyway, let me introduce you first before we start talking about films. Because okay. um, <laughs> otherwise it's just like before. Um, the jingle can go here. The jingle. Mm. There is no jingle. Yet. You're going to make a jingle? I can't make one. Still haven't introduced you. Sorry. <laughs> Episode one mm. of It's Always, I mean, um, somewhere, <laughs> 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 somewhere Within. We do love It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I have a guest with me who wants to be a co-host but probably won't get to be. <laughs> Even if you did come up with a name kind of of the podcast. Um, Sam, how do I know you, Sam? So, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> We, for some reason, Emma finds everything I say funny. And I don't really understand why. Um, we met each other at university, studying a wonderful, wonderful degree. Um, you can say Solent, it's fine. Yeah, it's... no, we met Solent. <laughs> the, the best uni in Southampton. For um... studying the most ridiculous of subjects. It's a great subject. Oh. It was worth it. Yeah, it was, because I do love films. And this podcast Actually. wouldn't have happened. Oh, if we meant. And I love this podcast. <laughs> I do. I loved that four-minute <laughs> four segment I heard last week. Thank you so much. Dinosaurs and space. space. <laughs> so, dinosaurs. I wonder if there are dinosaurs on other planets. Oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah, because... You've mixed the two. Mm. Mm, interesting. Yes. Something to think about. <laughs> Write in the comments what you think. So yeah, movies. Movies. Mm. Films. Do we call them films? I call them movies. So you're American? Yeah, see, I've had this conversation with somebody else. Like I say, oh yeah, I'm going to the movies. Mm. Or, oh, should we watch a movie tonight? Well, yeah, you don't really say I'm going to the films. Yeah. yeah or you I say I'm going to see a film. Growing up, I remember my mum used to call it the pictures. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Yeah. Going to the pictures. The talkies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, me saying I'm going to the movies mm. is more applicable than saying I'm going to the pictures. Yes. Because you could be going to an art gallery. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I normally just say I'm going to the cinema. Ah, yeah. Because then everyone kind of knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, movies, I call them movies. Yeah, mm. I just I just feel it's very 1950s America, which is fine. That's where I actually am. Yeah, mentally we're all there. Mm. Suppressed. Going to your local Ed's diner. <laughs> Eating lots of hot dogs. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and a Coke float. Yeah. God, I want a Coke float. Dr. Pepper float, you had that. That's mm. a game changer. Yes, definitely. Mm. See, film just... Brings everyone together. Exactly. Hot dogs and floats. Like a scene from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> Without the drugs. Um, no. <laughs> no fun. <laughs> okay, where do we start? Because 
I reckon we should start at the top of whatever the list is of, that you've made for questions. Well, okay. There was the question about most impressive movie sets. Yeah, that's a hard one. <clears throat> <clears throat> because movie sets are, really, are no longer like a major thing in Hollywood. You get oh. like the odd scene that's been built from a set. Yeah. But now I don't know what's green screens and what's not. Like I, I watched a um, behind the scenes of what was it i can't remember what it was but the other day i watched a behind the scenes piece of footage and the, the green screen was everything yeah and i i just didn't expect that it was like in the middle of a street as in like the actual scene yeah. itself so therefore now I, I now don't know what's the set and what's not so when i refer back to those like 80s movies mm. like indiana jones the goonies yeah where everything is completely built like they built that whole pirate ship. Yeah. In the Goonies, and like I, I kind of think back to that. I mean, how fun would that have been? See, I, as a yeah. Kid? And you can appreciate it more as well. I mean, technically, you could say that they built a lot of sets for Harry Potter. I knew you were going to go there. Yeah, and they built a lot of sets for Lord of the Rings. There we go. Because you can go and visit <laughs> that. So that's pretty impressive. I mean, like they built Hobbiton. And that's pretty awesome. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that you can go and see the Harry Potter studios. Yeah, I, mean, I love that. And that's what I find that really interesting. So I don't know what I find is the most impressive one. I think I'd have to like really, really think hard about that. And uh, it kind of links to, because I've been having this conversation loads with people recently. Um, the whole like, I'm not a fan of CGI that much at all. Yeah, but you say that. But then if you take CGI out of every film... Like, you you love Spider-Man. Yeah, but I know. (laughs) Well, Spider-Man doesn't exist. I I know. I'm not saying I'd remove it, but it still baffles me that you can watch Jurassic Park. And I know a lot of it was animatronics, but you can watch it now and be like, this looks really good. But then you watch Jurassic World and you're like... Why does this look so fake? Ah, uh, yeah. See, I know exactly what like, you mean. It's like they've got lazy with it because they just think this is how it is now. But if you watch so many 80s, 90s films, yeah. you're like, this looks amazing. I think I think it was actually, was it Jurassic World? Don't bring up the scene if you're going to bring, because I can't. No, 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 no. Okay. I, won't, I won't do the um, Don't. looking back at the burning <laughs> island. Um, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Don't, because I will But yeah, it, I think it was Jurassic World or something like that. That I was watching, and I remember thinking, the Velociraptors in this don't look as good as mm-hmm. Jurassic Park back in like 1994. Yeah. And yeah, you, you, I guess you're right. They kind of do over, overdo it. Yeah. There's just there's. There's things that just uh, is unnecessary. Like for, I and well, speaking of Spider Man, I think that has got better visually. Mm. Well, it has because you look at some of the Tobey Maguire swinging mm. scenes. Oh, yeah, he's like really stationary. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like... Uh... I think it's that bit where he's, where he's swinging with, just... with <laughs> yes. Kirsten Dunst and nothing moves apart just... from the background. <laughs> and it's almost like they've had a still of him <laughs> and they've like got a photograph of like background Manhattan <laughs> and they, they're moving the picture. I'm so glad someone yeah. else noticed yeah, that. Yeah, that is Because every time that scene happens, I'm like, no. But then, it go, then to back your argument up, mm-hmm. with like the new Spider-Man suit that's been given by Tony Stark yes where it just evaporates I, I hate it yeah I that, hate it that's a that's a costume issue that's yeah but 
it's a CGI costume. Well, it is. And like you said, I do prefer the just... And this is why when you were talking about The Invisible Man the other day... Was I? Yeah, when <laughs> you asked me um, oh, about Elizabeth Moss. actresses I don't like. Mm-hmm. And you said Elizabeth Moss. No, just as to her because she's obviously a... She's amazing. A wonderful actress and she's been in... Many things. Yeah, I haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale. So good. Yeah, I've heard it's meant to be pretty good. Brutal, but, but good. Hmm. I don't think you'd like it. I think you... But what I was saying was, anyway. was that I didn't like how... When he... When she, like, hit him... Don't give away too much. People might not have seen it. Well, then they need to. When she, like, hit him... Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see, like, the glitch of the suit. I kind of liked it. But at the same time, the element of <clears throat> not seeing him... Was what yeah. I wanted. Yeah, yeah. And it's not what I got. A bit like Cloverfield. Yeah, or like a less creepy version of Hollow Man. Yeah. Oh, Hollow Man. <laughs> what a film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who doesn't want to not see Kevin Bacon <laughs> in the movie? <laughs> um, but no, uh, yeah, I, I do get that. Um, <laughs> but I do think that they. To, Kind of round off your question, I do think that they should go back to making more sex. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot more fun to watch. Yeah, especially in, like with loads of horror as well. Horror was so good in the 80s and stuff because the special effects were like people were actually making yeah, prosthetics. Yeah, and... sometimes that would be really bad. No. Like I the love scene it. in Evil Dead where she stabs him in the ankle with the pencil. <sighs> I mean, that's pretty cool. But, but... at the same time, it's developed so much now that I think we take it for granted. And that was so low budget. The stuff they managed to do... Yeah, then they the, make it for like a tenner. And then the next one, they have loads of money in it. Yeah. yeah. That's why it was more successful. But then you get stuff like Piranha 3D and stuff, which... And then you get like those weird movies that never come out of the cinema, but they're always on like Movies for Men or something <laughs> like that. Do you, like, do you remember that channel? Um and it would be like shark versus a tornado of sharknado yeah mm-hmm. sharknado is that, that is a film. Actually cool? yep. <laughs> yeah um and yet the effects on that there is a film called velocipasta not oh. like the food like a pasta pasta well, like a well, like a reverend yes <laughs> <laughs> and let's just say it's fantastic so many good films, like just low budget horrors. They're they're the best. I want to know: mm. Are there any remakes of songs from films which you think are better than the song of the film? And I can give you an example straight off the bat. So, Into the Unknown from Frozen Part. Oh yeah, isn't is that, fantastic? Isn't that done by? But Panic, Panic at the Disco, the disco yeah. redid it, and I it's like a wake up song for me. Like I just have to put it on full blast. Wow. Okay. What? So is there a cover of a movie song that I think is better? Yeah, if that makes sense. So kind wow. of like a. I don't think there's many. I was going to say that that must be like it's quite a niche. Really niche area. <laughs> okay. Because Panic also did. <gasps> yes, there is one. They're, they're, I've got one. Okay. Okay, so the Zach Brown band, they did a cover of From Now On from mm-hmm. The Great Showman. And I think that the great yeah, the Great Showman they, they released an album, right? Where other people would cover it. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. That one in particular was so good. 
Because so Panic also did a song. They did The Greatest Showman. Oh, they did, didn't they? Yes. Yeah, that's and right. And then Pink did... Yeah, another one. The one with their kid. Um, but I like country music. Yeah. And I like... I like that kind of thing. I like country music. <laughs> yeah, where's my spit cup? <laughs> God, I love a spit cup. Don't spit in a... In a cup. <laughs> but yes, okay. I'm, I'm going to go for the Zac Brown band. Cool. From now on. It is a good cover. Great Showman. Yeah. yeah. Which is... I think it's impressive as well because obviously the soundtrack for Great Showman is phenomenal. Mm. Another one Ooh, as well. He's on yeah, the yeah, there's another one. Tom Grennan did mm. a cover of City of Stars mm-hmm. from La La Land, which also, which actually is better than the original because, yeah, because the original in the film, they're like kind of writing it. Yeah. And so it's never really like a full song. It's always just a bit like a, a mismatch here and there, and they're kind of like singing it together, but laughing. Yeah. It's not really like a serious yeah, yeah. song to be taken. It's disjointed. Yeah. Whereas yeah. then the Tom Grennan one is an actual song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Nice. Hmm. Okay. That one was easier than... Okay, well, carrying on with the theme of songs. Um... <laughs> I've got a few song questions, apparently. Okay. I, from... I do like music, so that's fine. True. Um... I think I asked you this before, but I can't remember. Mm. Oh, yeah, kind of did in a roundabout way. So songs that you've always really liked. Yeah. But then you heard in a film that you don't particularly like. Oh, and it ruins the song. And it ruins the song. Because I said about... (laughs) Supermassive Black Hole, which you thought was called Submissive. Oh, yeah. Was it submissive butthole? Submiss- no, submiss- <laughs> submissive back. Oh. <laughs> and Same I didn't thing. quite know what that meant. I was like, but I kind of like interpreted it in my own way. Yeah. So yeah, so I because I, I love Muse and um, <laughs> Supermassive Black Hole was a great song, but now all I can I can picture perfectly the baseball scene in Twilight whenever I hear that song. Okay. And then they also had a Radiohead at the end of that what film. What did I say to for that? Um, because I there's it's very rare that there'll be a song that it, it ruins it for me. Okay, not necessarily ruins then. So, like, is a particular... And I don't mean, like, a song that's obvious. Mm. So if you hear My Heart Will Go On, you'll be like, oh, Titanic. Yeah. Maybe a song that's in, like, a scene and you're immediately taken back to the time when you saw it or... So, like I said the other day, Hero. Oh, yeah. From Spider-Man. The Chad Hero song. I immediately remember being in the cinema, seeing it for the first time and being all, this is so exciting. Yeah. I'm in love with Spider-Man. Oh, God. What did I... What did I say? Uh. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. So... It's difficult because like there's so many songs that I associate with like like movies and TV. Like there's pieces of music that just completely take me back. Mm-hmm. Like I love. I'm going to mention it again, and I'm sorry, but I'm going to mention <laughs> um, your favorite Harry Potter. <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about the just the opening couple of notes. Well, it is magical. Yeah, and it just makes me feel like a kid. Yeah. And it kind of takes me back <laughs> to, like, kind of Christmas time. Yeah, there's loads. In actual fact, 
halfway through this podcast, I reckon I might go, oh my God, there's this song. Yeah. And I hate it <laughs> because of this. <laughs> but yeah, no, music is so important. Well, that was another question I was going to say. Like, is there a song from a film that just fully, like, kicks you in the gut? It's not from a film. Okay. But it's from a TV series. This Is Us. <laughs> you were going to say that. God. <laughs> I mean, everything about that just kills me. But no, there's a, um, I think it's by, like, the Cinematic Orchestra or something mm. like, I can't remember who it's by, the London Orchestra, maybe. But it's called a place to build a home or we built a home yep I know the one you mean oh my god um yeah that is epically emotional and there's that song as well called Away Down yep and that's also in This Is Us and obviously that happens that song comes in on a cliffhanger moment yeah oh my god that kills me <laughs> it really does but I really like classical music mm-hmm. in films um I'm a big fan of that. Rather than like like a pop song that's yeah. just been shoved into a, a film to make everybody money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like film scores yes. rather than anything else. Oh yeah, film scores. Mm. Like I know He's that you pirate. don't like Interstellar. Everything about the soundtrack of that film, I fucking love. Yeah, maybe I'll just listen to the soundtrack to see how I feel. Yeah, like there's some real tense moments in that. Um, actually, there is another song that I really like. And it comes from a film, and I hadn't heard it before I watched the film. It's a film called Choke. At the end of that film, I won't obviously tell you what happens at the end, but it's kind of like a bit of a montage, and Radiohead plays mm-hmm. called Lotus Flower. And, um, yeah, it was just so great, and it fit perfectly into the film. And then I then kind of discovered Radiohead. I, kn- I always knew who they were. I knew that creep song. Yeah. But that was about it. And then so after that, yeah, I started watching, like, listening to some more Radiohead. But I'll tell you, mm-hmm. a, a song that was ruined in the movie mm-hmm. was um, People Are Strange by The Doors. Yeah. And then it was in Lost Boys. Yeah. But it wasn't The Doors. It was some somebody else that was singing it. And it was re- and it's really weird. I thought it was The Doors then. Well, this is what I thought. And then I rewatched the film and it doesn't sound the same. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't sound the same. Don't ruin this for me, because what a film. And also, what a song. The great soundtrack, actually. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's <clears> that... that um, is it like the Thou Shall Not... Oh, yeah, don't, because I, I will great, go like, all out from that. singing that. Any 80s film has got a great soundtrack. I'm <sighs> just going to put that out there. Yeah. Even the worst of films. What would you class as a... Worst film in the Well, I'm not a fan of like musicals and so like. <gasps> no, it was Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah, so this is what I'm saying. What? Yeah, yeah, and it's, and it's weird and it kind of like ruined. I knew I wasn't wrong it, <sighs> and it ruins it. Um, wow. Okay. Yeah, for some reason they've managed to get that song but by somebody else. Yeah. Weird. A soundtrack that is amazing and you haven't seen the film and it still annoys me because it's amazing. Please don't say Twilight. No, mm. and I know you've seen Twilight. <laughs> I've seen all of them. I know. <laughs> well, the problem is, is that when you kind of go in watching a series of films and you know that there's going to be more, <laughs> I can't not watch all of them. Yeah. I need to like know what happens, otherwise I've completely wasted my time, which actually I really did waste my time. And why doesn't he wear a T-shirt? Oh, don't even get... I'm, gonna... I'm writing a book at some point. Oh. 
exclusive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, uh, a podcast exclusive. Um, and there's a lot about Twilight in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm. But why doesn't he wear a shirt? Because um, he's a prick. <laughs> right. And Stephanie Mayer. M- Mayer? Yeah. Is a little... Freak? <laughs> wet-pantied bitch. <laughs> wow. Okay. I heard that they drew on, or CGI'd on, I don't know what it was, but Robert Pattinson, when he, like, took his shirt off... <laughs> oh, his pecs. Yeah, apparently, like, that That was, like, that's not real. Yeah, he's, yeah, because he's not toned like that. Wow, so they actually did that? Yeah, wow. they tried to make him look more buff. Wow. Did you know, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen, um... <laughs> oh, what's that film called? Crazy Stupid Love? Mm. Yeah. Great film, actually. Amazing. Actually, actually, a really good chick flick. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Um, who'd, who'd have funk or thought it that I'd actually like a film like it's that? It's a great... Yeah, but it's more... It's a comedy. Tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. Yeah. But there's the scene where Ryan Gosling takes Emma Stone back to his apartment. Oh, don't. Right. That... That's not his real body. What? Yeah. I've heard about this afterwards that apparently that is um, like photoshopped and she even jokes there's a line saying oh my god you look photoshopped he is how crazy is that I mean obviously later on I guess he he kind of does look like that well that's ruined that scene yeah I'm sorry (sighs) yeah that's apparently it's not real sorry great thanks for ruining my week (laughs) (laughs) with your trivia on men's bodies yeah God, how do I know all this? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've been Googling how to get a body like Robert Pattinson. Is it, is it on these uh, men's cinema channels? They do like trivia Tuesdays and you're like... I think, no, I think it was on like a BuzzFeed thing or like a... Sure. Maybe like a Reddit column. Sure. I don't know. But yeah, I, I definitely have, have heard that. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. What is one of the most infuriating experiences you've had in a cinema and what did you do about it and this is coming from two people who have worked yeah in cinemas so there's a lot of but i mean actually you could have been working but i mean actually being in the screen viewing a film what's what's the most if you oh okay i know i've got it okay yeah straight away (laughs) and i wish i hadn't gone to see this in the cinema i went to go and see the first paranormal activity yeah which i love and i don't care what anyone says well so do I. How many of them are there? Like six or yeah. something. Uh, I don't know. But it's funny because that the first time I went to go and see that, I didn't really know anything about. Mm-hmm. Um, like I hadn't seen the trailers. I've seen the trailers since and I'm so glad I didn't um, watch them before. But it was just full. The cinema was full up. And it, oh, just so much screaming. Like everyone was just <laughs> like screaming and squealing and laughing. Laughing. That's another thing as well. Like when... When people laugh in the cinema at something that isn't funny, that really fucks me off. Like when you go and see Bill and Ted. Oh my god, that's not an infuriating moment. That was brilliant. So, so basically, we went to go and see Bill and Ted. Bless face the music. Yep. And <laughs> there was a guy sat to my right, and he was on his own, and he must have been middle. He was middle. I don't know what you class as middle age, but for me, he was definitely like late forties, <clears throat> that kind of age. And he was so excited to be there, 
And obviously in Bill and Ted, they constantly do like the air guitar to each other. Like the doo doo doo, that thing. And he was doing it. Like, <laughs> it was so great. And that, I, that's, but to me, that's the magic of cinema. Mm-hmm. That's the magic of movies. Yeah. Because. It's because he was like epic fan. Yes. And he must have been so disappointed with that film. <laughs> but at the same time, he was so excited and he, he was loving life. And there's no way I'm ripping that guy. He was he was brilliant. We need more people like that guy. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good similar experience, definitely. Yeah, but I, I would say that I've learned my lesson. I don't go and see horror films in the cinema anymore. Um yeah. because yeah, uh, it's just it ruins like those suspense moments. Oh yeah, the oh the the worst is obviously being a a fan of the horror. Mm. Um it's rare that I see horror films. At the cinema, unless I know it's... Unless you were going to go to, like, an art house cinema. Yeah. Where, like, you're going to just be getting middle-aged people drinking wine with, like... And still wearing uh, their scarf while but... they're sat down <laughs> watching the film. But even then, I remember I went to see The Awakening when I was at Harbour Lights. Mm. Um, and it was actually a pretty busy screening. Um, and I... Any sort of noise in a cinema screen just mm. infuriates me. Even people, like, moving. <laughs> just, yeah. like, can you not... Um, and sometimes we're okay because if I was ushering, I had authority to kind of just be like, "Hey, stop it!" Yeah, or get out. Um, and I, 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 there was always like I had a set seat in each of the screens, and The Awakening was such a quiet film. It's like a, it's a thriller kind of horror, so it was a lot of suspense. And um, there was a guy who sat there. He bought five packets of crisps. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, that. And every time there was a, a quiet, and obviously in a horror film when it's quiet, it means something's going to happen, yeah. so you need to shut mm-hmm. up and enjoy it. He'd open. Oh, yeah. And I just... I think there's, uh, there should be rules about cinema food. Yes, Um. definitely. I don't know what I, I've always been a bit of an advocate of, I believe that you should be able to have cereal in the cinema. Uh, right, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but having... And how great would that be? Like just oh, it depend- oh, sitting no. back and eating Mm-mm-mm-mm. cereal. Because oh, dinging great. bowls is like... No, I mean in like a popcorn box. Like a dry cereal. Okay. Because how great is cereal? Cereal's the best. Cereal is like the bridge between popcorn and crisps. And it's like, Ooh. oh, this is so good. Like imagine just chowing down on a box of crunchy nut. <laughs> that would be so... I'm going to do that next time, next time I go. <laughs> Just take a box of crunchy nuts. Yeah, I'll take it out of the plastic though. Oh yeah, of um, course. Well, yeah, but like I said, just put it in like a um, like a, a popcorn box. I probably wouldn't do the milk. But yeah, dry cereal, I'm down for that. Dry cereal is great, but you do have to have a drink with it. Well, so you yeah, could just have getting. like just go to a pub and lay in. What a buy like a um, two pinter of milk. No, a drink. No, but you could drink the milk. That's what I mean. So it's oh not just... wow, so like go yeah. pull Mr Bean. Yeah. <laughs> when he breaks the mug <laughs> and he like, has to put it all in his mouth and swirl it around cinematic genius I, think, I swear we were kind of born in the best era because we've got so many great references <laughs> yeah. yeah that's true <laughs> he said, so what would be a film that you wish you could go back and see in the cinema for the first time ooh like, like, yeah, yeah the first time that you've seen the film well quite a lot because there were so many greats that came out before I was alive or able to see them. Like Simon Birch. <laughs> <laughs> Front row, 
just I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just I didn't know I, uh, like that death scene. Spoilers for anyone that really wants to watch. What is Ron Birch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. As in the baseball. <laughs> Are you meant to laugh? Because I don't know. Well, I think it's difficult because. You don't know that she dies straight away. But the way the guy is just so... Like, everyone runs over. No one's panicked. It's almost like, do you know in the scene from The Wizard of Oz, Mm -hmm. when, like, Dorothy throws the water at the witch and she melts, (laughs) and then that the guard comes over and he goes, she's dead. (laughs) It's kind of like that. (laughs) And all he does is literally just touch her neck. Yeah. And he goes, she's she's dead. And then the the son is just kind of like, Staring. Like, there's no reaction. And no one in the crowd seems to care. They're just kind of like, hmm. Yeah, they all just like stood around and she's like there in like that real typical dead pose. Like I think like one of her legs is up. <laughs> Crime and, scene pose. Yeah, like kind of like Eric washed up on the shore of <laughs> Little Mermaid. She's just like kind of led there. What a reference. And yeah, <laughs> it just, Simon Birch is great. It is. Is it though? Yes, and the fact I that... think it's, it gives oh. people who have got a disability a, a voice. separating the art from the artist okay because obviously in the past few years um a lot of stuff's come out and a lot of people are gross and horrible but they've made a lot of great films or right yeah okay songs or whatever um because i was saying to my friend the other day if i got rid of every single film i own that Weinstein's connected to, I'll have about three DVDs. Yeah, you're going to have... If that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because he's associated with a lot of... A lot of cinema. Yeah. Even if it's, like, deeply rooted. Well, okay. (laughs) So what's your question, Smith? So, do you think it's okay to... So, whatever your morals are, Mm. which aren't many, I know. Yeah. (laughs) Boomer. Um, do you, do you, <laughs> do you think it's okay to still, so basically what you're asking me is, do my morals step in when I watch something with somebody associated to do with that film that I don't agree with? Well, so for example, like, um, like we, we were kind of talking about earlier, I still absolutely love Lost Profits songs. Mm. I'd never if something was to I mean it, this is hard as well because it's not even the rest of the band it's one person from yeah. the band who fucked it up for everyone um, but if if someone was like oh they're re-releasing like this album I wouldn't now give them money yeah but I would still listen to anything I previously owned I know what you're saying but it's a <laughs> hard one because well like I like Johnny Depp and I'm not going to pretend like I know everything about what's going on, mm-hmm. but obviously, I don't agree with domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good thing to hear. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> Imagine I, if you were like, I completely agree with it. Um, <laughs> but I know that you like to call me Dennis Reynolds, but sometimes I I do have strong beliefs. No, 
I don't like the fact that they're making a new Pirates of the Caribbean film mm-hmm. without Jack Sparrow. You can't have them without What him. are they doing? I know. That's almost like watching a Barcelona game now with no Messi. <laughs> I mean, who the fuck wants to go to that? Nobody. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I can, se- I can separate that. And yeah. I think that I can because otherwise I'm just going to dwell on everything. So... Going over to football for a second. Mm-hmm. Which I'm happy to do. Yeah. So, obviously, this year's World Cup is going to be held in Qatar. Yeah. There is a lot of controversy about what has happened in Qatar, especially during this World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, and who goes and becomes a major ambassador for the Qatar World Cup is David Beckham. And I, honestly, I was a bit like, oh, why have you got to do it? Of all the people, yeah. of all the people, why have you got to do it? Because I fucking love you. And so I had to do some research, and then I saw some quotes that he said about it. And um, Obviously, he's getting paid a lot of money <laughs> to do this. So I'm like under no false enough. illusions that this is all like... But then again, I think that from what I've seen of David Beckham outside of football, he seems like a very decent guy. Mm-hmm. Family man, which I'm a big fan of. He's, you know, he's support. He's a supporter of a lot of different cultures and different types of people. Mm-hmm. So for him to go and do this, surely he must have a good reason other than a pay pack, other than a paycheck, because yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't exactly need it. Exactly. So, but apparently, yeah, the Qataris are. They have started to understand their role in this, and they've started to like give people more of a voice, and they've started to like try and transition themselves into like how the world should be now. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that kind of links. Like, I'm not saying I wouldn't have watched the World Cup. Yeah. I mean, I know that there are people that are out there that boycotted the World Cup. But let's face it, FIFA doesn't care less about Michael downstairs not watching <laughs> the World They don't care about that because millions yeah. of people around the world will do it and there'll mm-hmm. be plenty of participants that will. Yeah. So no, I suppose in, 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 in answer to your question, I think I would only remove myself from it if it affected me directly. But even then, I'll still do my research into it. Well, yeah, because I think, like you said as well, we, none of us really know the full story because none of us will be in these people's lives. And also, I'm not perfect. Well, we know. Um... <laughs> no, but I've done stuff that probably offends other people. This is probably why you've now got no more followers on your, on your podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking, if this is the first guest, I'm not tuning in for week it's two. It's all downhill from yeah, here. But... <clears throat> the the thing is with me, yes, sometimes I can be really blunt and sometimes I can just say things. I think you said to me the other day that I reminded you of who? Ricky Gervais. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take that as you will. But at the end of the day, if I don't understand something, I'll ask questions. But Ricky Gervais in Afterlife. Oh, yeah, so not actually... Yeah, yeah so not... Which his... is even worse. Well, <laughs> it's not... It's not, it's, yeah, it's more the fact that you, and I, I kind of respect it because I, I'm a people pleaser mm. and I always, I'm pretty woke for my yeah. age. I should be a millennial reaching boomer area, but I'm very DWTK. What the hell does that mean? Down with the kids. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, I honestly was thinking that this is going to be some new kind of LGBTQ plus. <laughs> thing and no, no, no. Wait, did i say that right you did well done Ooh. i think you did i don't know Wait. let's pretend i did well done see learning but no mm. it's it's the very no shits given kind of i'm just gonna say it like it is and mm. 
even if people think I'm being offensive or rude, I'm just going to say it how I see it. Whereas I very much like tiptoe around people because I'm like, ooh. But I don't do it on purpose. <clears throat> no, so, and so I like, know. Is in, what, I, what I mean by that is I won't. You're not doing I'll, it to get a rise I won't, out yeah, of anyone. I won't, yeah, exactly. I won't intentionally go yeah. to somebody and say what I think yeah. because, well, no one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so I'll only have my input when I need to. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, I'll ask questions and I'll do my research. And if I don't, if and if I don't, if I'm not educated enough on it, then I don't have, and I'll openly say I don't have an educated opinion on this. So therefore, yeah. I'm not going to answer that. It's good and I like it, fine. And I mean, but I'm aware that Harvey Weinstein is a fucking arsehole. And, but unfortunately, his company have produced some banging, like a lot of films. Yeah, but that's one person exactly. out of the entire company. And this is what I was saying with like Lost Profits. Like, it's one person action that's yeah. fucked things up for yeah, so exactly. many other people. What they should do is change the name of that fucking company Weinstein? Weinstein? Weinstein. Weinstein, Steen, I think. I don't know. Wiener. Yeah, fucker. Harvey Wiener. Wine, Wienerstein. Wienerstein. <laughs> wow, that sounds like a window cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> that could that could be our sponsor. Yes. Wienerstein. <laughs> For cleaner windows. Wienerstein. <laughs> be sponsored by. What was it? No, you're not allowed to say it out loud. Oh, can we not? No, I think that's copyright. Can I say Mango Loco then? Mango Loco, yes. Can't say that. Which is a energy drink from a certain brand, which I shan't. Which is like a name. beastly creature. Because we're not sponsored by them. Exactly. But kinda if you like, want to sponsor us, kind of like Monster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's I, your so? I oh know. I was going to say. What's, what's your favourite horror movie then? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe. The one that's something... named after the holiday movie. No. I think it would be... Well, so actually, Halloween's not your favourite horror, horror movie? Not at all. Hate it. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. does the wall of appreciation not really... <sighs> God, it's like... Is that six six Halloween images? Um, so here's a question based on, like, I guess it would be mainly in horror movies. Oh, listening. So what would you say... Was the obviously no one knows like the true depiction of this, but what would you say was the best images of like heaven and hell? Oh, like that are portrayed in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> where did that come from? Well, it's kind because of, I was thinking about horror and like hell and like yeah. So what would you Ooh. say was like the yeah the best? Oh, so I've got one. Don't of... say little Nicky. No. Okay, good. Well then the. Tithead guy, <laughs> <laughs> he would be in heaven. Like he not, he's not in hell. But I was going to say that the be- I don't know too much about heaven. Um, <laughs> yeah, the tithead. <laughs> I love how like every scene that it goes back to hell that he's like, isn't it like the first time that he's just got like a pair of tits on his head, and then the second time that Nikki comes back to hell, he's got like tassels on the nipples he's like got a full on bra (laughs) and then someone's fucking like titting him up it's great I love the progression of that I can't I genuinely can't think unless they're like you know little Nicky or like dogma right but then even that that's still on earth so it's yeah see the best for me the best portrayal of hell Mm. that I think I've ever seen in in movies is from 
Bill and Ted's <laughs> bogus journey. Okay. I find it crazy that this is the second time that Bill and Ted has been re- referenced <laughs> in, this, in this podcast. But I mean, I could do a whole podcast just on Keanu Reeves. Just yeah, that's true, actually. Easy. Wasn't he in The Devil's Advocate? Yeah, he was, yeah, with Al Pacino. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pacino. I'm surprised you haven't done an impression yet. No. <laughs> That'd be where I come back. So when they go to hell, and it's just tunnels of rooms, mm. and every room that they go into is like a bad memory that they have. Yeah. How fucking great is that? And like, because he goes back to, like, where he's being looked after by, like, that old lady. Yeah. He's, like, really scary and creepy. And then it's all like kind of like a dream, like it's really like distorted reality. And then there's a mm. bit where I think Ted goes into a room and there's like an Easter bunny and it's really like demonic. But yeah, it's just, it's basically just tunnel. And then they meet the devil at the end, but he doesn't say anything, which I like that. Like he doesn't say anything. Yeah. And then you've, of course, got the Grim Reaper and they have to play games with him, kind of like in the Seventh Seal. So it's almost yeah, like a reference, yeah. but, you know, a shit teen movie. Wow, I can't believe I just said that Bill and Ted's a shit teen movie because it's really nice, fucking great. But can reference something that is like a Swedish film noir Yeah, is great. And most people don't even know that. Yes. Okay, I have. Okay. I've just had to remind myself. Right. It's a film I completely forgot about, which is actually one of my favourite films. The Cell. Yeah, that film. Fuck. It's one of those films where, like, you can kind of feel what's happening. Okay. If that makes sense. Like, just some of the scenes are so painstakingly slow and deliberate and mm. raw that, mm. like, you can kind of feel it in your own skin. And I, I can imagine that's kind of what hell would be like if it exists. So not the South Park movie, then, when they go to hell. <laughs> and that. Okay. Great film. Mm. Really good film. You're right, though. There's not really a lot of films about... I mean, Heaven's always, like... Well, I suppose it's because Heaven is... How can... Like, surely that is... Like, everybody can interpret that different. Because it's if it's meant to be, like, a lovely place, it can't just be, like, meadows and bunnies. Because I fucking hate bunnies. Yeah. So that ain't going to be my heaven. You hate bunnies? I don't like animals. But you really emphasised your hate for bunnies, then. I don't hate all animals. I'm fascinated by animals. I, I just don't like pets. Gonna say because you know, mm. serial killer. <laughs> I was gonna say something like it's a wonderful life. Because ah. with that tech, but it's not. It's his reality on mm. Earth, but without him. So it's not. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen It's a Wonderful Life. If you haven't seen it, It's a Wonderful Life by now. <laughs> I'm not being funny, but it's been like eighty years. <laughs> So it's been a, a hard minute. Um, he doesn't die. Clarence gets his wings. I can't. I genuinely can't think of anything that's like apart from you know things like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> yeah, which I fucking love. Yeah, great film. But yeah, like he- heaven is yeah is a difficult one because you can't. Like hell is easy because it's like fire yeah. and dark and red and that's where the bad people are. Yeah. You can make that any kind yeah, of... Yeah, exactly. So, like, and everyone, anyone can feel uncomfortable. You can make anyone feel uncomfortable, but can you make everybody feel happy? Probably not. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Dark. Very <laughs> dark. <laughs> I feel like this could just turn into a therapy session. I feel like it is, actually. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts on the devil? 
Um, well, that's <laughs> what face he's got. In my dreams, he looks like this. He looks like Hugh Jackman. Oh, sexy mm. devil. <laughs> no, I don't know. Hugh Jackman's got like a weird face. He's, he kind of looks like a devil. Does he? Mm. See, I'd say more Jim Carrey. Or maybe, yeah, because maybe he'd be like really over the top and really in your mm. face. And really fucking annoying. Very 90s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe it is actually... Well, who plays the devil in Little Nicky? That is Harvey Keitel. Oh, my God. Yeah. Brilliant. What happened to him? Well, I don't think Robert De Niro's made a film for a while, so... He was always like the extra, like the add-on. <laughs> the best friend. <laughs> yeah. He was like... So you'd have... Al, yeah, you'd have like Al Pacino. It's a bit like Sebastian or Flounder. Yeah, like no one remembers <laughs> Flounder. No one remembers that fucker. <laughs> and so instead, Harvey Keitel is Flounder. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, kind of lovable. Joe Pesci is one hundred percent the seagull. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, we should remake the Little Mermaid with oh, all these people. My God. Wait, what? Oh, we did this for something. Yeah, Titanic. No, 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 no. We recasted. Oh, yeah. And it was just full of, like, gangsters. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was um, the, um, Christmas Carol. Oh, shit, yeah. That yeah. was good. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. I kind of want to watch it. Same. And I, I want to watch our, not remake, take on Titanic. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if we should... Mention it. Well, basically, Titanic, as we were saying, but someone might steal it. Was a well, <laughs> Titanic is a great film. Is it? Um... But it could have been better. Mm-hmm. And the way that it could have been better is what I said, which was that it should never have been. Well, it shouldn't have focused on one or two characters, because that ship was full of so many different types of people yeah. in different positions that it should have done Dunkirk. Yeah. And gone from, because Dunkirk obviously filmed it from like land, sea, and air, which mm-hmm. is what that major part of the war was about. And so, having it from different people's perspectives is what Titanic should have been. So you should have had like upper class people, should have the the lower class, and then the workers, and then maybe like the captain. I think he had a pretty big thing to do with it. Yeah, yeah. I'd also like to see it from the perspective of the people up in the crow's nest. Yeah. Because what the fuck were they doing? Instead of that one line. Yeah. In James Cameron's world, Titanic sunk because some bloke was eyeing up Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet getting it on on the upper deck. Which I've never... And he was like, oh yeah, look at this. Shit, I've never realised. Yeah, and so that didn't happen. Oh my like, god. That's not true. Yeah, like tell I know that there are other Titanic films that are more factual. Yeah, like um, A Night to Remember, which is actually a better film than yes. Titanic. It's the same obviously it's the same film, the same thing happens. <laughs> um oh, you but, know yeah, that, a Night that to Titanic remember. film where it doesn't sink. <laughs> Titanic <Great>. two. <laughs> um yeah, I that, oh that's a really good film. I want to read like, Because there's loads of different like the band. Yeah, the play. Like, I want to hear from them. Exactly. Like it would be great to just kind of have snippets of so many different people, mm-hmm. and you don't really need to know anyone's name. Can you remember anyone's name from Dunkirk? Harry Styles. Brilliant. <laughs> Tom Hardy. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, like I lo- I love that idea of it, mm. and I think that if you if you're ever going to remake Titanic, which it will be again at some point, no doubt, then yeah, that's how they should do it. <laughs> and what was it we said the other day? Just how fucking annoying the whole necklace thing is. Oh God. Yeah. Um, the fact that this woman who wouldn't want to be associated with a necklace that nearly killed the guy she wanted to be with. Exactly. It was and a, was it given was a to her by an abusive partner. Yeah. Yet she keeps it for all these years when she could have given it to her granddaughter who could yeah. have sold it and made loads of money. Or when she's on the ship, yeah. give it to the guys who are looking for it yeah. because she's just wasted everyone's time. She's wasted everyone. And, like, what's his name? Uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah. Bless him. Rest his soul. Oh, yeah. God, he has died. Mm-hmm. Looking for the heart of the ocean. Yeah. And, um, True story. <laughs> but <laughs> the fact that she could have been like, oh, yeah, I'll tell you this great and amazing story of my time on the Titanic. I had sex. <laughs> yeah, in a car. But, yeah, she should have given it to him and just been like, yeah, there you go. There's that. Given it to like a museum. Yeah. My one, I would have yeah given it to her granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. And been like, right. So do you know that necklace that they were all like talking to us about, and like that's what they're trying to find these treasure hunters. Well, guess what? Wink, wink, nudge, yeah, nudge. Here we go. Get a piece of this. How do you like them? Apples? I rode a horse. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> uh, but in all fairness, the death scene at the end is is great. Well, so I said to, I think I said this to you actually, but I, I know I was definitely saying this to one of my friends who has recently watched Lost for the mm-hmm. first time. You um, did say this to me. Yeah, yeah. If I was ever going to explain the ending of Lost, I'd, I'd say it's the same as the ending of Titanic. Mm-hmm. They all moved on together, which is, is beautiful. Yeah. Let's go back to the place that we had the most traumatic experience of our life and we'll all move on together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes that works, I guess. Yeah. Bit of exposure therapy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I like as well that, um, yeah, I I do like the film. It's it's all right. It it, it gets better every time I watch it, and I don't watch it that often. I think it's because, one, I watched it quite late on. So Mm. it had been in the cinema, everyone was all like, oh my God, Titanic. Uh, and then I watched it and was like, I'm quite scared of the depth of sea, so this film's not doing a lot for me because there is a big fucking ship sinking into mm. the sea. So I found it quite scary in that sense. Um, the only thing I did love about it was Leo and Kate because I will watch anything with them in. Um, in Revolutionary <clears throat> Road. Oh my god, that film! Yeah, I was going to say, wow. Oh. <laughs> And if you like their relationship, don't watch that. I love that film. <laughs> but it, oh, it breaks my heart. So but so, so well done. Like, that's a better film than Titanic for me. They should be in a movie again. Yes. As, like, best friends. As an old couple, just yeah. being awesome and yeah. drinking tea. Well. I'd watch that. That sounds really And dark. then Ted walks in. <laughs> Ted? Lasso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I was waiting for that plug. <laughs> I'd plug in the best TV show on TV. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. All right then. Here's one for you. Go on. Is there a movie which within a franchise that you think kills the franchise? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Probably every franchise. There's okay. there's a film that kills it. No, but like some of them, you can kind of be like, okay, it's not great, but 
Yeah. We'll let it slide. Uh, I mean, Star Wars, I'm not even going to go there. I, I, I really struggle with Star Wars. But I would say that if you were going to have, like, each of the three, because mm-hmm. I, I think that they were each a franchise of their own. So you'd have, like, the 70s and 80s yeah, version. Yeah. Then you've got the 90s and noughties version. And then you've got the recent ones. Mm-hmm. So they... And there's at least one film in all three of those that's shit. I've recently watched The Matrix, the new Matrix movie. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the second one... So the first Matrix film is great. Groundbreaking. Awesome. <clears throat> Didn't even need a sequel. Then the second one came out, had Monica Bellucci in it, and she was hot. <laughs> um, and it was quite cool. I guess. Mm-hmm. It didn't really have any substance to it. I can't really remember a lot about it. The third one was just, what a thing. And then this new one has just come out. And I thought, okay, maybe, just maybe, they could turn it around and rescue the series. Yeah. But actually, they fucked it even more. I'm trying to think like if there's one that just completely, completely destroyed everything about it. I potentially have one go on spider-man 3 ah <laughs> oh, god what bit of that I mean, oh. the emo peter parker no in, in fact for me it's the bit where he dances outside the show. yeah i'm sorry and i know don't get me wrong like i've i always appreciate with those spider-mans that they're very comic because it, it's a comic like it's meant to have that kind of slapstick appeal yeah. to it. Um, yeah, but it doesn't... Re- but the third one... No. Mm. To a point where, like... But it doesn't ruin the franchise. Well, see, for me, it does. Oh, it does. So, okay. because there's... So there's films, so there's franchises where I can still watch them, mm. even if I don't think like they're that good. Yeah, but that's like, say, Friday the 13th, or, um, or any of those movies... That they just decide to... Like Fast and Furious. The first mm-hmm. one is actually good. First Fast and Furious movie. But there's a best one. Which is what? Tokyo Drift. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That's ludicrous. <laughs> <laughs> but, the, yeah. I love that the, film. <laughs> the Fast and Furious, the first one, is really good. Mm. And then they just keep on making it. Because yeah. they just make money. But, so, because I could, I could say to you, Jurassic Park 3. Yeah. Jurassic Park 2. Oh, 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 oh. But, yeah, but they're not as good as the first one. I'm sorry, The Lost World is sensational. Is that The Lost the Lost World? Is that the one where Jeff Goldblum takes his daughter yeah. to... Well, she kind of sneaks in. Is it? Is yeah, it? and it's got Vince Vaughn and... Oh, yeah. Julianne... Ju- Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So... And the baby stegosaurus is... Uh, it's, no, it's not a baby stegosaurus. Yeah, it is. It's a baby T Rex, isn't it? No, oh no, that, that bit's at the end. Oh, right, oh. But the start where she's taking photos and then a oh, film yeah, gets yeah, stuck yeah, yeah, and yeah. they all go nuts and it's. Oh, oh actually, yeah, then the second one isn't that. Oh, good. it's so good. The third one the is th- just so the, shit. The, fo- <laughs> the, um, the plane bit where, like, the dinosaur says Alan and then. What? Like he's having the nightmare on the plane. Oh my god, yes! Oh my god! <laughs> and he's like, Alan! <laughs> it's just a fucking die. Oh, it's. Oh, man. I hate that. I hate- and that- that's why I was really worried when they were like, we're going to do Jurassic World. Yeah, but that actually was pretty good. But apart from what we said earlier on about the CGI being 
worse than it was 20 years ago. Yeah, Jurassic World, I really enjoyed. Mm. Don't you think, though, that... Is it Jurassic World 2? Is Fallen that... Kingdom. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what it's called. Don't you think that, actually, that is pretty terrifying for a child? Yes. Like, as a kid's movie, I mean, I, I don't get don't get me wrong, we're people that grew up with Jim Henson movies. <laughs> so, and Tim Curry. Yeah, exactly. So, like, <laughs> we are pretty conditioned. Very conditioned. But watching that, I remember just being in the cinema watching it thinking, shit, I mean, if I was, like, ten, like, I'd be, like, especially when they were, when they brought in that hybrid dinosaur that they made. Yeah, the yeah. And it was, like, going fucking mental. yeah. And, and then it was like the creep, like the like the claw when it was like creeping into like the girl's bedroom. But even well, I mean, I still I still don't understand how children watch Jurassic Park mm. because that's still like I love dinosaurs, but the moment when you first see the T Rex, yeah, is terrifying. But I see it's not for me because I've Jurassic Park is one of the first films I remember going to see in the cinema. Yeah, so I must have been about five, like five years old, mm. and I remember going. And I just loved it. Yeah. I thought everything about it was so good. I, but I'm so weird because I, I loved that, I, but I was scared of E.T. I was about to say, I don't understand how you can watch Jurassic Park yeah. and not be phased and I, then be yeah. scared by E.T. Well, I can tell you for why. Is it because you understand dinosaurs more than aliens? Well, it's because I knew that dinosaurs... It's because I knew that dinosaurs... Stay with me here. <laughs> I knew that dinosaurs weren't real. And it, and it's almost like because it was like a fant like a, a big fantasy right. about like this world that they were going to, and obviously little boys are like fascinated by like dinosaurs and stuff. And I remember having and uh, girls, and girls. Thank you very much. And I remember um, <laughs> when I was a kid, I had like these magazines that every week that you got one, you mm. got like a new like bone that you had put together. Oh yeah. And <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah. Right. And then at the end of it, you'd make some really shit looking. T Rex, yeah, and they got more expensive than we. Yeah, and I, I, but I remember loving that. Mm -hmm. Um, but where my dad, he's got a a lake that he fishes on. Mm -hmm. We spent a lot of time there, and it's in Ringwood, so it's in the middle of the New Forest. So I spent a lot of time in the forest at night, (laughs) and (laughs) so this is why. I'm quite glad that I never watched <laughs> the Blair Witch Project as a child because I would have shit myself. <laughs> but I remember being really creeped out by E.T. in the forest, like when they're chasing him with the like the with the torches. Yeah, sorry. And like he's making that weird like pig squeal noise, <laughs> and it's just it's really uncomfortable. To be fair, and yeah. then no, but the worst bit, sorry, but the worst bit is when Elliot is. He comes in and he's like that the um like the gremlin is back or whatever it is. And is is like in the cornfield and the most irresponsible mother of all time lets him sleep outside with the cornfield and yeah, E. T. then just appears at like the end of his bed <laughs> and he like waddles over and is fucking terrifying. And I just and and then and then the worst bit about the film is when E.T.'s dying. Spoiler oh. alert. But when he's at the bottom in the river. Yeah, no, that's horrible. Oh, that he looks horrible. like a big testicle. And it's fucking awful. I was terrified of that film. And I actually didn't watch that film until I was about 20 after that. And 
But now I love now I love it. I, yeah, feel, yeah. I feel like it's such a heartwarming story. It's a great film. But yeah, as a child, I was terrified. <laughs> I just love the bit which they actually recreated in uh, Always Sunny. Um, when he when he's in the cupboard with all the toys, like around oh, yeah. his head, and then they recreated it in Always Sunny with Frank. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, that was so good. <laughs> But yeah, like you said, it's weird that I can watch a man get eaten from a t by a T-Rex who sat on the toilet. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But, that, but that film isn't exactly graphic. No, it's not. I mean, it's a bit terrifying. I think they get like, a bit more graphic yeah. the more they go on. But Yeah, because I remember there being one of them where a guy gets eaten on like a waterfall and then like all the blood yes. comes down in the waterfall. And that yeah, a bit like, that's Whoa. amazing. That's the second one. That's the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like a little girl gets eaten. <gasps> Pecked to death. Yeah. On the beach. Yeah. yeah. And they do that really nice transition where it's the scream and then it's Jeff Goldblum yawning. Oh, with and the train. Yeah. Down. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Well done, Steven Spielberg. I love that film. It's a great film. Well, yeah, I was just scared of tornadoes. So. Twister, yeah. Again, another Bill Paxton movie. God. He was also in Apollo 13. Another great film. Yeah. Yeah. But he's an actor, again, that not a lot of people know. And not a lot of people remember. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But people will know him for being the weird guy who wants an old lady's necklace. Oh, yeah, that really pissed me off when he died. Because loads of newspapers and magazines were like, um, like, star of Titanic. And I was like, he's done so many better films. And was he the star of Titanic? Well, no, but like he starred. Starring. In, like, yeah. people were like, oh, we only know him for Titanic's but, but Twister. That would be your go-to. That yeah. has to be your go-to film. Twister would not be anybody's go-to. But yeah, I mean, oh, this probably have to be another conversation for another time. Episode two. Well, yeah, because I was going to ask about the obsession thing, which I never got around to actually asking. Did you also answer my question earlier when I said, what film would you go back and watch for the first time in the cinema? No, I didn't. What would it be? Oh, there's so many. Pick one. For the first time. Yeah. As if like... As if you've never seen it. I've never seen it before. Nope. And neither is anybody else around you. All right, then. Halloween has to be. God, what a shit answer. I kind of feel like it is. No, you'd want something that's got a really big twist. Yeah. So you gasp. So then you're like, fuck, Ooh. I didn't see that coming. Simon Birch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so much in that that I didn't expect to happen. So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never you know seen what, it though? in the cinema. I, I, feel like, I feel like that I can't end this podcast without mentioning Frequency. A film that no one gives a fuck about. I do. A film that no one's ever heard of. It's like in my top five now. <laughs> I told, I knew it. It's sensational. It is, isn't Like it? I said to you, and I've not done this for I don't know how long, I literally got up off the sofa and punched the air with excitement. Because it was that good. Yeah. Honestly, that good. for that listener out there, please <laughs> go and watch Frequency. It's a movie from like 2000, 2001. It's got Dennis Quaid. It's just mind-blowingly brilliant. It's so clever. And it's so... I wouldn't even say it was underrated. Because I don't even think anyone has rated it. <laughs> I've rated it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So, um, and two people have. It's, it's my favourite film that no one... Wait, didn't we see that it had quite a good rating? It's got like a four and a half star. <laughs> but, yeah, so someone out there, someone out there likes it. 
What's it got on IMDb? That's what I'm about to find out. Mm. If it's not above seven. <laughs> uh, well, it's got 70% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, good. Uh, 7.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Right, good. So that I'm, I'm pleased with that because I feel like that more people should go and watch this film. Of all the uh, time travel movies out there, this one is by far the most plausible. Yep, definitely. Yeah. I'm not going to say any more mm. about why it's plausible, but yeah, no one's ever heard of this film. Like I, so I, I've good. been speaking about this film <laughs> for probably the last 16, 17 years. Amazing. I am, I am yet to meet anybody that goes, oh my God, yeah, I like that film. Or, oh yeah, I have seen that. Like, I haven't even had that. Brilliant. Which I love because then I can yeah, yeah. share. And share be like, the right, goodness. Go and watch this film. All right then. There's going to have to be a lot if of If you're editing. still listening to this, then you are 100% going to go and watch Frequency because if you've listened to this <laughs> and you've listened to the ramblings of a boomer, then fair play to you. <laughs> yeah, if, if they're not too offended by this point. Uh... <laughs> then you wait until I come back. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get dark and crazy yeah um so yeah go and watch frequency and simon birch actually don't watch simon birch well do just look out for simon birch. yeah maybe watch some youtube clips no 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 because i did this the other day when i was talking <laughs> to you about it and then you were giving me your review and i thought oh shit i haven't actually seen this film for like <laughs> 25 years and then i watched some clips and i was like oh yeah i remember this bit but it would be completely out of context. Yeah, that's true. You do, yeah. You need to see it to believe it. If you're into, like, those weird 90s movies... Like that, home cinema. Yeah, like... The, Hallmark. Yes, yeah. yeah. If you're into those kind of movies that, like, they're, they've kind of come out of the John Hughes phase mm. and they're kind of moving into this weird... Not the not the cinema kind of movies. This is just going to be for like yeah, home movie, home entertainment, whatever it's called. Straight <laughs> straight to TV. Simon Birch was one of them. <laughs> yeah, go watch it. Did you watch that film called Star Kid that I said about? Not yet. Yeah, I'm still waiting to watch The Indian in the Cupboard. <laughs> oh my god, The Indian in the Cupboard. Because that looks fucking amazing. Brilliant. Yeah, I stand by it. Engine covered. I had that on, on video. VHS. And that's some CGI right there. <laughs> well. Yeah, but that CGI is really good. Green like. No, it's not. Because that CGI is really, well, there must be something. But yeah. it's kind of like The Borrowers. Yes. Oh, what a film. Yeah, right? Mm. Um, it's kind of like The Borrowers in the sense that, well, obviously it must be CGI <laughs> because there isn't little people well yeah like but they would have done it a bit like honey i shrunk the kid yeah so you just kind of like have a set where you build it around them mm. and then but they there's bits where it does look very yeah wrong mm. like they... it's like 25 years old yeah i mean for the first time impressive mm. yeah which is another thing to talk about at some point oh what well, what was impressive for its time mm -hmm. yeah well we'll save that that can go in the bank <laughs> okay. Saving Mr. Banks. I've still not seen that. <gasps> I don't think. Ah, oh, it's a good film. I haven't seen Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, that's a great film. Oh, well, if you think that's great, then well, I say this, I haven't watched it. But um, <laughs> yeah, watch Saving Mr. Banks. You like Emma Thompson? I do. And you now, like now Tom I'm Hanks? starting to feel like I have watched it. Although Emma Thompson's not likeable in it. The, 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 the only movie that she's not likeable. Well, it was a pleasure being on episode one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember 
what we've spoken about. Well, in that case, it's done its job. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Edit it and get me to come back and have a script. Not a script. Never scripted. Always organic. Guidelines. <laughs> no, but Stop I... Stop saying can't. <laughs> no, I, I, I want it to be like a chat. As long as no one's being obviously offensive. Yeah. Or directly ah. hurting so someone. So you can be indirectly offensive. Well, no... <laughs> With limits. We've spoken about Harvey Weinstein. We've spoken yep. about transitions. <laughs> yes. We've spoken about loads of things. Yeah. We've kind of hit the rainbow. There's a lot of the rainbow in there. Apart mm. from Rainbow Saints, which we didn't touch on once, but we did speak about football. We didn't do some yes. awful kit for an awful team. Right. And that's the end of chapter one. Get out. <laughs> <laughs>